Today's Bad has been dedicated to Puashirama for Herschel Tzvi Ruvain Ben Mina. Ezat Hashem, and the Zechut of Limuda Torah, and the Zechut of the Tzedakah, we should have a Refuah Shalema Bekarov. Okay, so yesterday we were talking about a topic based on the Chavis Alabavis, how through Bitochen, a person can reach a tremendous level of a human being in Tikkun Amidus, where a person, if he has betochen or a true Baal betochen, will acquire the midah of called Histapkus and Samech Bechelka, meaning a person who is <clears throat> happy with his lot, he's not, his mevatel from his lave, Chemdes HaMomen, his desires to amass wealth or to amass nechasim, right? So chemda has a direct effect on chemda and he's totally and completely happy with what he has and he doesn't desire wealth. He realizes that wealth is a tremendous responsibility, not a simple responsibility. And even a person who has wealth understands the purpose of it and he will accept that responsibility in a proper way and be very generous and he'll understand the purpose of why Hashem gave him the money for a reason so it'll also help him not get dragged into the uh, quicksand of Chemdes HaMomen. This is all this inyanim that we spoke about yesterday. Now, I just want to point out that step one, so now we learn something very deep because most people in the world, what motivates them to get out of bed in the morning and motivates them to go to work and to work hard is taiva, chemda, and kina. You know, like the Messiah Sasharim says, if there's no kina, people will be per- perfectly happy living in a simple, small house, wearing simple clothing and driving simple cars and eating you know, simple food. So what's driving them is kina. And kina is built on chemdes HaMomen. So the fact that people get up and they work hard and they get up early in the morning and they put hours of work and they're motivated to do and to build and to create is coming from taiva, chemda, kina, all these things. Midas drive us. The bad midas drive us. So now if I tell a person... Go ahead and acquire for yourself Midas HaBitochen. And now we're going to take away from you the Chemdas HaMomen. We're going to take away the Taiva. We're going to take away the Kinnah. So why would people get up in the morning, you know? We took away their their drive. Their drive to succeed. Their drive to do anything, right? So what we're learning from here in step one is that Bitochen is not an independent Mida in itself, meaning like the Ramban says, Ramban says that Emuna is the tree, Bitochen is the fruits of the tree, which means that Bitochen cannot live independently of Emuna. So the first thing a person has to have is clear Emuna of the purpose of creation. And he has to have a clear Emuna 
of why he is existing on this planet. And he has to have a clear emuna, what it means to be an Ebed Hashem, and to live a life of a higher purpose, and to do the avdus of Hashem, which I'm going to explain a little bit better soon. He has to serve Hashem, and he has a tafkit to serve Hashem. And his motivation has to come from emuna. See, this is a very important thing. You have to get this clear. That means human beings need to be motivated. They have to have a sense of purpose, a sense of mission. They have to have a reason why they live and why they do what they do. Okay? That's a human being. So now, the way we know it before Emun and Betachem is that people have motivations and aspirations and ambition based on tithers, based on bad midas. That's what motivates them. That's what makes them feel good. That's what makes them feel successful. That's what makes them feel like they achieved when they when they were able to reach the taiva that they were trying to reach. That's what makes them feel good. Right? Correct? Yosef, good morning. This is a very deep thing. Um, we're touching on a very deep thing. Most of you, everybody needs motivation. You can't get up in the morning without motivation. So for some people, COVID motivates them, and kina motivates them, and taiva motivates them, and that's why they're productive, because they want to succeed. So that's why they're productive. So if we introduce bitachen, and we say, okay, now things are changing. You have to be samech bechalkoi. No kina, no taiva, no chemda. So why do I get up in the morning? Right? So if you, so some people try to make a shidduch. Between they still have tithes and they still have chemda and they say they're b'tech and Hashem for their security, but that's not b'tochen because we just learned that b'tochen and, and taiva are like uh, polar opposites; they can't live with each other. So if you have b'tochen, you don't have taiva. You sameach b'chalka. You have a stopkus. You don't have kinah. You don't have sinah. There's nothing there. All the bad meters are gone. So if all the bad meters are gone, how do you get up in the morning? What's your sense of purpose? What's your sense of mission? Why are you doing anything? How are you achieving anything, right? So on that we'll say that we're, we're in, for step one we're introducing the Ramban. The Ramban says that a bitochen has to be a peri, has to be a uh, something that came out of emuna. You can't have bitochen without emuna. So what does emuna do for us? Amuna gives us a realistic and a true sense of meaning and purpose in life. Which I'm going to explain a little deeper how to, how to understand that. But we have to change the whole entire understanding of self. And we have to change the entire definition of what's called success. And we have to change the entire definition of what's called achieving. And we have to change the entire definition of the human being in order to be able to get up in the morning and to do things. Understand? I want to try to go a little bit deeper. Because even if I say emuna means that um, Hashem put us in this world for one reason and one reason only, and that is to do avoidus Hashem and to achieve an avoidus Hashem. And that's where our true success is by understanding our situation in life, 
our circumstances and learning how to use our circumstances to, to do avoid, right? But it, it needs a little deeper explanation. Because by definition, step one, by definition, avoidant means you are doing the work of the one that you're working for. That's avoidant. Which means, if the master has a, a business, okay, and he has to run his business, or a king has a country and he has to run this country. So let's take a king for a second, okay? So the king has to make sure that the economy is running properly. The king has to make sure that there's the homeland security, that they're secure. The, the king has to make sure that the poor people have food to eat. The king has to make sure that the system of medical system is running properly, right? He has all these different responsibilities to make sure the country runs correctly. But the king is one man. He's one man with a big brain. He has unbelievable ideas, unbelievable strategies, unbelievable plans, but he is only one person. So what does he do? He has avodim. Really what that means is technically the king himself has to do it because it's his country, and it's his responsibility, and it's his job. He has to do it himself. But being that he can't do it himself, so he has shluchim that are working for him. They're doing his job. They're doing his avoid. So kaviyachal, HaKadosh Baruch who made the world that way too. That means Hashem has work to do in the creation of the world. He has work to do. Okay, whatever that work of Hashem is to do, to bring Hatova, Chesed, Giluk Chomayim, Tikkun Tikkun Ra, whatever it is that Hashem has to do with His creation that He wants, Kaviyachol, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Ki'ilu, not that it's like that, but Ki'ilu, like I can't do it myself, so I'm going to give you a job to work for me. But you're doing my work. Okay? So when we do mitzvahs and when we uh, fight our Yetzirah, we're doing Hashem's work. Now you have to understand how every single action of a mitzvah and how every time we refrain from doing an Avera, how is that affecting the world and how that's doing Hashem's work. But that's actually what's going on. When we become better people, we're bringing honor to Hashem. We're doing Hashem's work. Okay, We're doing something. We're doing Hashem's work. So if a person has to change his mindset of what's called achieving in life, and he has to feel good about the fact that he works for the king, and he's doing Hashem's work. So that's a change in attitude to what success means, and what feeling good means. It's a very deep thing. It's not so simple. We don't realize how we don't, we have a lack of emuna. So when we have a lack of emuna, we for sure have a lack of betochen. Because the Ramban says you can't have betochen without emuna. It's impossible. You can't be living. Meaning, the Goyim says, without emuna, you're going to have taiva. Without emuna, you're going to have kina. Without emuna, you're going to have bad midas. Okay? So, you can't have betochen and have bad midas. Because bad midas and betochen are a stira. Why? Because bitochen is the emuna coming into real life. How does it look in real life? How does emuna look in real life? It looks in real life as a person who doesn't have taiva, who doesn't have kinah. 
So you can't have the tochen and, and, and kina and taiva at the same time. It's a stira. Because kina and taiva and all that is a stira to have mun and betochen. Okay? So the question that we ask, the philosophical question, is a very strong question. What motivates me? If I don't have taiva, if I don't have kina, if I'm not thinking about my honor, if I'm not thinking about what I'm going to build and the successful person that I'm going to be in this world in the materialistic sense, or in a tangible sense. It doesn't have to be materialism. It could also be in Torah. A guy can say, oh, well, I'm a Lamdin, so that's my skills. So I want to use my skills to become great, and to become famous, and to do something in this world. That's also tangible. I'm thinking about all the tangible things which are connected to me, to my ego, to my desires. It doesn't matter if it's religious or not religious. You could have a religious person who is a big, knowledgeable person of Torah was a big, fat Balgaiva. It's not a contradiction, right? And then he could have kinna. He could have a yeshiva, and he has a hundred bachram in his yeshiva, but then he has kinna because the other guy has two hundred bachram in his yeshiva. So even though from the from far back, you think that in the Torah world is free of bad midas, it's not true. The Torah world is saturated with bad midas too. You understand? Not only people who go and make money. Everybody has bad meters naturally. And when you have bad meters naturally, your bad meters are going to grow and flourish in the environment you live. Okay? So it's like the Goyen says. When you put a seed in the ground, this is very deep. I want them to try to chop. This is very deep. The Goyen says if you put a seed in the ground and then you water the seed, it will grow whatever the seed is, Right? So if you put a poison berry seed in the ground, it will flourish into poison berries. If you put in a wheat, it will flourish into wheat. So he says, if you're going to learn Torah, and you're going to do mitzvahs, but your seeds are poison berries, then your world will flourish what you have. I, but you're becoming a Lamdin. I, uh, you're becoming a Rosh Hashiva, you know. But you're flourishing there, your bad midas are flourishing in that environment. The seed goes into the ground, and it takes nutrients from the environment. That's how seeds work, right? It takes the nourishment from the ground. So your environment is developing a big bad midas, right? So it doesn't matter money or Torah, it doesn't make a difference. Okay? So the only way Torah is going to make you a better person, says the guy, is if your intention is that it should make you a better person. And how are you going to build off emunah and betachin? So if you have emunah and betachin, you understand what the purpose of life is, and you want to see the truth, and you want to flourish in your environment, that you should use your environment to produce betachin based on the principles of emunah. You want to build a beautiful tree of emunah and betachin, Right? So the point is, you have to change your mindset of what life is all about. You have to have emunah. You can't have without emunah. It's not going to work. Okay? You understand what I'm trying to say? It's very deep. Is Dayum Chapin? Huh? Mayor, is it coming out clear? It's a very deep point. You can't just take pitachim. It doesn't go. It doesn't work like that. You have to see what the purpose of life is. Complete. Have a new sense of self. You have to have a new sense of mission. You have to have a new goal, 
a new endeavor. You have to change. And then, that's in theory. But now how do you do it in practice? In practice, you're going to use Torah, that's going to teach you the truth. In practice, you're going to rely on Hashem to help you get to what you have to do. And so in practice, you're going to take emuna and make it in practice. But a person who's a Baal emuna, a Baal Betochen, who uses the Torah to flourish, will not have bad midot. But if a person didn't change his outlook on life, he still lives in the tangible world. And he's still in the influence of the tangible world. That what is called success is tangible success is called success. And he still only thinks about himself because Hashem is not a reality reality to him. And Avoidus Hashem doesn't mean anything to him. It doesn't speak to him. So now he's living in the tangible world and he's trying to succeed. Regardless if it's in business or if it's in Torah business, it doesn't make a difference. But he's trying to succeed and develop his tangible world. And therefore he's still motivated by Taiva, Kina, etc., etc., and then he wants to claim that he has betochen. That's not true. He doesn't have betochen. Betochen has to come from emuna. Sipukachayim has to come from emuna. But we have to realize something. The human being, Hakadosh Baruch Hu made us human. Okay, so humans have to feel that they're actually doing something. So betochen doesn't mean that you're not doing anything. So this is a very deep point. Some because when you put betochen without really understanding the sugi of betochen, it comes out, you're just a robot. You basically do nothing. You go to work, and you do nothing, really. Only Hashem is doing everything, and you do nothing. People can't accept that. That's a very hard thing to accept, because basically I'm just a robot. That's what I am. I was created to be a robot. No. So I have to say that I'm actually achieving. I'm actually achieving something. So what Hashem, when He gave us uh, work to do. He gave us work to do. For example, okay, the Chavis Alabavis in a different place says that when a person goes to work, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave him an opportunity to provide the needs of others. So let's understand that. That means, we get up in the morning, we down, we say, provide the needs of everybody. So Hashem says, okay, I will provide the needs. I'm the king. I'm going to provide the needs. But how am I going to provide the needs? So I have avadim. I have shluchim. These shluchim are going to provide the needs. They're doing the work of the king. The king wants to provide the needs. He gave you the opportunity to do it. You're actually doing it. That's why you have to say thank you to somebody who does you a favor. Because if Hashem was only providing the needs through this robot, what do you have to say thank you to him for? Thank you for what? And the Hanami, he has his own avoidance Hashem, he has to be boicher betoy, but that's between him and God. What does that have to do with you? Why do you have to thank him for? The Territ says because he provided the need. If the Hatova is not his, the Hatova belongs to Hashem. But he actually did the work. He provided the need for you. We saw the other day in the Chayvah Zalavavis where he says that a person who's working, who's wealthy, even if he's a full-blown Baal the biggest Baal you could ever put your eyes on, even him has to be extremely busy with the money. What does he have to be busy with the money? 
Hashem, I'll just put in this investment, that investment, let Hashem do it. No, he has to think it through. He has to sit hours of meetings to make sure it's the right investment for the money. Even though he's a full-blown Baal and it's Chayef to do that. And he has to check up on the investment. And he has to be involved with the investment. Why? Baal B'Tochen. Terrence says, because Hashem gave you a job. He said, here's $10 million that belongs to me. Hashem says, it's $10 million that belongs to me. I want you to take care of it. That's what makes you special. You have achieving something because you got a job. Hashem gave you a job. So the way we have to feel good in life is that Hashem gave us jobs. Hashem will give you a wife. He says, listen, I want you to take care of this woman. I'm going to give you five, six, eight, ten, twelve neshamas. You got to nurture these guys. You got to develop them. That's your job. I gave you a job. Of course Hashem can do it himself. But he wants to include us. So he gave us jobs. But when we do the jobs, we're actually doing the job. And that's where we have to start feeling good from. We have to change the way we get sipuk and happiness in life. So we're always looking at tangible things. Very tangible things like being rich, giving uh, unbelievable building buildings for yeshivas, becoming a yeshiva, magadshir, a rav, I don't know what, you know. We're always looking for tangible successes. And until we get there, we can't be happy. And even when we get there, we can't be happy. Because taiva knows no bounds. Covered knows no bounds. It's like a black hole. So you can never be happy anyway. It's impossible to be happy. But at least we think we're working towards something that will make us happy, which is a dimion. It's not true. <coughs> so if we change, then we're successful today. You know why? Because when you're 18, you also have a job. And when you're 19, you have a job. And when you're 20, you have a job. Every day you have a job. So if you're doing your job today, so then you're achieving in this unbelievable thing that Hashem gave you. Let's say, I want to explain to you that Nefesh HaChaim says that every single person with his private tefillot, I say shachrit, you say shachrit, everybody says shachrit, with our private tefillot, we're affecting something in the world that nobody else could affect. Okay? So every morning, Hashem gives us at night when we go to sleep, Okay, your shachrit is going to do ABC, your shachrit is going to do this, that, right? If you slept through shachrit, then the job you were supposed to do in the world was not done. Nobody could do it. So you're important. You have a job. So when you finish shachrit and you just pat yourself on the back and say, I did my job and I can feel good about that. What does that have to do with what you're going to be when you're in 20 years from now? It's what you have to do today. Today you have a job. Today, when you have a Yetzirah to look at something, you're faced with a challenge, and then you break your Yetzirah and you don't do it, so you made a reaction of the, in the world that Hashem will now make uh, the evil in the world have less power. You did it. You actually did it. And it was attributed to you. That's your job. So when we realize that life is about that we have a job, that Hashem actually puts stuff in our hands, and we can actually achieve stuff, and we are achieving stuff, then we can feel good on a daily basis. So we have to just change the whole mindset of what makes us feel good. That's the general idea, okay? We'll stop there for today.